You ready to be counted in? Ready, mommy. Ready in Stein. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P. Hi, moms. Man, but now, by the time you've heard this, I believe, have we done the live show? Yes. By the time this airs? Yeah. Oh, you think you can still download it? Uh, Go ahead to our website, ymhstudios.com dot com and uh buy a ticket see it the show is bananas you guys are gonna love that and then i do stand-up comedies i do it in indianapolis tits october 6th and 7th and then denver comedy works october 21st through 23rd one night in raleigh north carolina november 4th there's two shows for that and then i go to atlanta to do the punchline salt lake city utah was rescheduled into november san antonio Orlando. And the fun goes on and on. Also, for the local Austinites here, I've started a weekly show at the Velveeta Room um, every Wednesday, starting the 29th of September. You can come see me at the Velveeta Room, 730 Wednesday nights, most Wednesdays through January. I'm going to be doing a little residency there. And it'll be fun to I want to get to know the local comics. I don't um, I don't really know anybody anymore. So I'm going to meet all the new peeps. Very excited. Um, There you go. That being said, I also have this fun item in the store. It is the official Cool Mom tumbler. You can put wine in there and keep it nice and cold. I have coffee in there right now. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, thank you. It might be a dicey proposition because I just had Korean Mexican fusion tacos for lunch. And then I'm going to drink this coffee. We'll see what happens. How brave are you? You're having you're having fusion food, which already throws stuff off. Nice. And then you're 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 washing it down with coffee. Mm-hmm. In my cool mom tumbler. <laughs> Boy, that <laughs> would dicey. That would put me out of commission for at least forty eight hours. <laughs> I know. You know what though? I think it's been my training of eating on the road for the last seventeen years. I've eaten in filthy Korean um, malls, literally in South Korea, just eating out of holes nobody should eat out of i've eaten in afghanistan i've eaten everywhere in the world and i think that's fortified my system yeah hell yeah i probably have hepatitis isn't that the foodborne one i'm sure I is it one. i thought you get there's that a sexual sharing, one sharing needles <laughs> oh that's hiv sweetheart. i think i don't know i think you could get more than one thing know. from a dirty needle oh no no, I'm you sure, can only get I'm AIDS. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure you can get a lot of stuff from the dirty needle, definitely. I'm also wearing my Halloween uh, sweater. As you can see, I'm fully in the, the, the swing of things. I don't care if it's not October yet. It's very exciting. It's witchy. The temperature has gone down to 88 here in Texas, and so I'm feeling very witchy. It's very exciting. I already got my Man. Halloween costume in the mail. Have you ordered yours? Look at that wingspan. Uh, no, I have <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I'm still on the fence on uh, what, what I'm going to dress up as if I celebrate. Christina, what do well, you think I should dress up as? Oh my gosh, there's so many great costumes for a red-haired fella. I don't know. I don't know. What are you into? What do you like? I'm into looking you into? stupid. I'm into I'm no, into I'm into someone looking at my costume, and being like, "Why would you do that, though?" Right. 
Oh, that's a different reaction than what I go for. Oh, I've got it. Drumline. Ooh, am I allowed is, to dress is, up like Nick Cannon? That ain't Nick Cannon, but I'm sure there's a white character you could do so that you don't. I mean, Chris Larson's head couldn't shake fast enough. No. When I said drumline. Well, I went. mean, like, who else is he, he going to dress up as in drumline? Well, there's, well, there's J- some secondary th- character. There's GC, uh, but he's more Latino than white, I think. And I think that's still kind of an issue. Right, Chris? Well, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to dress up as Drumline, there's really only one character you can dress up as, and you can't dress up as him. <laughs> but if well, I have an... the costume, right? If I just yeah. have, like, the You could dress up as a ju- drummer. Yeah, a band band. Yeah, or something. and I just, like, have, like, the Atlanta yeah. drummer's outfit on. Right. He doesn't yeah. have to do blackface. Yeah. So we're not saying that. That's inappropriate. I mean, is it is it not? Uh, this brings up a very interesting philosophical just question. Just don't tell that... anyone that you're Nick Cannon. Right, I'm just fr- I'm just a nondescript character from the movie Drumline. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, why why can't but you know it's unfair because he does admire Nick Cannon. We know that he has a genuine affinity for this movie. It's you know it sucks like you can't you can't paint your skin. That's obviously very insulting. Right. But yeah, you could be a drummer, and, and they could be like, and then you could be like, I'm Nick Cannon, and they're like, then they're like, that's stupid, and you're like, exactly, that's what I was going for. So there you go. Oh, so I say I'm, I'm dressed up as costume. Nick Cannon, you know, except for, you know, the, the the making my skin look like him. And then they're racist if they're surprised. Like, dude, that's not Nick Cannon. Exactly. So I turn it on. Exactly. Like, Ooh, there we go. All right. Exactly. We found, we found it. <laughs> and then you can you can outwoke them. Yeah. And be like, you're the one that's racist, shithead. Yeah. Right. Are you saying that I could have to be racist to dress up as my favorite character? Look, I'm not, I'm yeah. raceless, you know? It's like I don't pick stuff based on race. I just pick stuff based on creativity and merit and how good Same. you are at drums. A hundred percent. Like there are so many people I've admired growing up on television and movies that aren't, that don't look like me, that don't, you know, uh, uh, Jason Schwartzman of Rushmore. I love that character, Max Fisher. I think he is above gender or what whatever i don't fucking know what he is i love that I character. Think he's a dude he's a dude he's a he's a dude he's a in that movie <laughs> bro he's a jewish kid isn't he yeah you were allowed There's, hold on did you I, which version of him did you dress up as oh i haven't dressed up as him but i uh, would i would do the beret the original the school that one yeah. Ugh, i just love this character I, I love Max Fisher. He's my spirit animal. I think you'd crush it. I, I think you have. I, think, I should do. Dude, I think you should get a white beret, a blazer <laughs> yeah. with some pins on it, and like a shitty tie, and uh, a red frame glasses, which I think you might already have. I know. I love Max Fisher. I'm trying to think of other characters I've I've loved that were nothing like me. I mean, uh, there's a million. Well, speaking of characters that are like me, though, um, I saw the Cruella movie and I watch it on an airplane. I normally don't watch like children adjacent films on my own, but right. it was so freaking good. It was so good. It's not for kids at all. Uh, the story is about her and the, her mother and her origin tale. And the mother is severely narcissistic. And, and I related a lot to that. So, and the costumes were outrageously amazing. And Emma Watson, Emma Watson, is that her name? Emma? Mm-hmm. The shrimp, yeah. the lobster. Yeah, she loved, she was amazing, and I take it all back for everything I've ever said about her. I just now I love her. Oh, I Emma Stone, that's who it is. Emma Stone. Emma Watson was in Emma ha- Watson. Harry Potter. Is that right? Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gosh, what a great movie! If you have mom issues, check out Cruella. You will just 
Love it. So good. That one. And then I finally was able to take, I took my children to the movie theater for the first time in their lives because oh, wow. of pandemic. Yeah. What was that? And like? it was so, so I was a little nervous because the three-year-old has never been in a dark theater. I thought for sure Juju's going to freak out and run, mm. but I found the secret was bribing them with candy and popcorn. And just like we got in just as the movie started. So he didn't have time to like freak out. And then I just put a bunch of popcorn and candy in front of him. And then he just ate, ate, ate. And then it was like, how much longer is this movie? How much longer is this movie? Oh, they it was got a Paw Patrol. <laughs> of course, it was a Paw Patrol movie. And which, you know, we're huge fans of the Paw Patrol in this house. Chase, Rocky, Zuma, Sky, Marshall, go, go. I love Paw Patrol. I love the music of Paw Patrol. I like dogs fighting crime. I like the characters. I like the energy, the vibe. Of the, it's a great cartoon. And the story was fantastic. You know, very, very good. Uh, so we loved it. But the whole time, yeah, Ellis was like, how much longer is this? And Ellis doesn't have an inside voice. He was like, why is he saying that? What is he doing? Ah, you know, kids just talk. You're like, shut up, dude. It's a movie. I can't. I can't answer you. But um, I, I love the Paw Patrol movie. I, I think the Paw Patrol movie was way better than He's All That. There, I'm going to say it. Wow. It as, yeah. What a claim yeah. you're making. Are yeah. you ready to, to face the backlash that could potentially come from that statement? <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. How dare you? So Drumline, is that still your guilty pleasure? Or is there another movie that you are into these days? There's a couple. There's a what couple are you watching? Movies. There's this one that I keep rewatching, and I couldn't really give you a good reason why. Uh, <laughs> That's the best kind. It's called Shot Caller. Shot Caller. Okay, the guy, let's look that up. The guy from, uh, actually, the guy from Game of Thrones that you're currently watching is in it. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, it's about how, like, a stockbroker, uh, like, has a has a DUI and accidentally kills his best friend. Oh, wow. And then he has to go to prison and and jo join a white gang and then like become a shot caller in it. <laughs> oh wow, I gotta check this out. No, this yeah, sounds really. Who's in? Who's the shot ja caller? Jamie Lannister. Jamie, oh Jamie Lannister. Yeah. Oh, I love Jamie. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so he's just like oh, all wow. tatted up with like white supremacy tattoos, and he's well, just like. I think I found your Halloween costume. This is perfect. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, this is color appropriate. You could definitely get away with it. It's oh so god, obscure though. I don't think anyone's watched this. <laughs> just like you're a racist for Halloween. You're like, you got it. What power? Yep. What power? I don't I like <laughs> Jews. I don't like any other race that ain't white and blonde. <laughs> so silly. So I too love prison movies. I, I love American Me. Oh. I like I love more the Mexican gangbanger in jail story. You know, it's funny that you say American Me because watching Shot Caller so much, it turned me on to like, oh yeah, there's a whole lane of just prison movies. Oh, so good. And I watched American Me and boy did I laugh Gosh. during that yeah. that love scene. Do you know what I'm talking Jale. about? I don't remember now. It's been so long. It's, Which love scene? Is it the prison love scene? No, 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 no. It's the first time the main dude has sex with a woman when it's not like in a, a prison rape setting. Cool. And so he's, oh, he's just yeah, not yeah, doing yeah. it right. And like she yeah. really hates it. And I don't know why, but I laugh thinking that the only way this guy knows how to have sex is with His aggression prison. and force. 
<laughs> it's it's a wild scene, and it, he just yeah. seemed so embarrassed. It was really funny to me. I remember that movie. That was a good one. And I also liked how often they said orale or chale. I remember oh, yeah. there should be an American me drinking game where every time they say those phrases. Essay. Essay. They say every other word. It's like, yeah, essay. I was going down the street essay, and essay? I saw this other essay. Essay. essay and essay. they were with their yeah. essays. Yeah. That's a fucking good one. Uh, stand stand and deliver. That's not prison. That's Oh, that's the high school teacher genre, where, right? Stand and deliver. What, yeah, he comes in like, to teach like AP calculus or some shit. Oh right. Hey man, what's calculus? <laughs> I gotta reach these that's, kids. That's played by Lou Diamond Phillips, who's not even Mexican. This He's Filipino. Edward James Almos. <laughs> Edward James Almos. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. But but Edward James Almos, there's a huge mural of him in the Rampart division where I used to live and I used to drive by his face all the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, what's calculus? This is a great movie, yeah. There he is. There's Lou Diamond Phillips. He he played every major Mexican role, but he was never Mexican. Same with La Bamba. He played Richie Valens, the most famous, uh, not Mexican, Filipino. Of course, now that would never fly, right? Right. Um, now they make you play which are, which is interesting. There he is. I never got to calculus. Did you even get to calculus? Nah, I never got to come. That sounds like Larson the, the hard stuff. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I definitely did. Yeah, of course. Yeah, did. Larson did. I had a rough time with geometry. Oh, that was my only decent subject in math. Proofs? Get that shit out of here, dog. I liked proofs because like, it made sense. Nah, dog. Why are we bringing English essays into math? We don't need I, to explain with words why uh, numbers make sense. <laughs> I like that. That was the only one that made sense. Uh, what else have I been watching? Guilt to Pleasure. I love Legally Blonde. I could watch that fucking dumb movie over and over yeah. again. You're I love still Elle watching Woods. that? I watch it. I just watched it in the green room with Chase. We were like, what should we do? Let's watch our favorite movie, Legally Blonde. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you. So stupid. I wanted to ask you how this works. You got into Harvard? What? Like, it's hard? <laughs> <laughs> She's great. Sorry, what are you going to ask me? The... Do you just send Chase dance videos that she uh-huh. then has to then recreate and then post on her own like is that how that works or mm-hmm. does she send you stuff like hey i'm working on this like how does how does it all work <laughs> sure sure so for the for what Nadab is referring to if you're not on my instagram go to um i'm i'm the christina p on instagram instagram and i've been finding these you know forever these horrible tiktoks and so uh, my favorite are the horrible dancing tiktoks so I would post these horrible dance TikToks um, on my story. <laughs> and Chase, you know, Chase O'Donnell, she's been on this show a few times, has a dancing history. She's been dancing since she was two, like in contests and, you know, competing, whatever. So she's got this tremendous skill. And so I'll show her something in the green room. I'll be like, can you do this? Like, I'll be just, just curious, can you do this? And she's like, and I watch her face and she'll literally go, like figure it out and then go, okay, I got it. And then she'll do it within minutes. So it's kind of like a challenge. Like, can you figure out this dance? And she said the hardest ones. Oh, this one's great. <laughs> and she gets so into it and she even replicates the outfit, the environment, the person's expression. <laughs> it's what, oh God. This is an old man in a, pair of jeans and a black shirt dancing to cotton eye joe and it's just so silly and he's out in the park 
of all places. Like, what are you doing? And so she says that the hardest ones to replicate. So this is the, the Latina woman. She's doing all these dances. Oh, this is so great. The hardest ones to replicate are the ones that are arrhythmic, like the, the random crazies who are just doing whatever. Oh, right. Like this one has rhythm. So she's like, oh, I can learn that one. She's like, it's a lot of exercise because this woman jumps around a lot. See, like the, I should bring her on where my mom's at and discuss these dances because this is just fascinating how she replicates them. She can do them all. It's the funniest. Taught, it's the funniest thing ever. She taught me how to Dougie in the in the green room this last weekend. I was like, teach me how to Dougie. Ooh, can you show Dougie. us how you Dougie? I can't remember how to fucking Dougie, but she knows. She can do it all. What a what a great talent this girl is. So she's she's been entertainer since she was two, and now she's focusing on stand up. And boy, oh boy, she is really some. She she is just growing so much. And um, becoming a really strong comedian. So Chase O'Donnell. Let me see what her in- Instagram is. What's her Instagram, the dog? Let's give her a shout out. Give her some fucking traffic. Yeah. Her... He's actually giving something, you know? I-, I hate these fucking Instagram accounts where people don't. It is. It's Chase underscore O'Donnell. Yep. Uh, two N's, two L's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I hate these fucking Instagrams where they don't give anything. They just take pictures of their tits. It's nice when, when people actually do funny things. Yeah, some of those are okay. The tit ones? Who are you following on the tits? What's funny is that I don't actually follow like anyone that's just objectively hot, like maybe some actresses, but like for the most part, I just look in the search. I mean, do you ever hit the search uh, function on Instagram? You're like, Jesus, Instagram thinks I want to see a whole bunch of really wild stuff (laughs) yeah like it's like it's and it's like a specific lane of stuff like when i first because i mean granted i wasn't huge on instagram until like i kind of worked here um so i was just discovering all this stuff and the first time i ever clicked the search thing because i was like trying to find someone that i knew and it just showed me like women doing yoga but like in super (laughs) tight pants where you see their pussy lips it was really weird it was super weird and really uh okay here's here's all my interests search i just search and i'll tell you right now number one dogs and specifically brussels griffon those are my absolute favorite so that and then it's fortune feimster who i love dancing with ice cream robert smith from the cure a ferret this is all checking out a ferret (laughs) <laughs> uh madonna's daughter lourdes with her tongue sticking i follow madonna on the gram wait madonna you just, just searched ferrets on instagram or was there an no. account you were looking for well, oh no it's just it's a, it's a th- ferret that's just it's what just, it's showing you yeah let i exist purely despite the universe and drink coffee and that's like a picture of a ferret oh sick okay so that's what it mm-hmm. thinks that you want to see which is interesting yeah. right animals oh a dog in a, a sweater that's perfect but brussels griffon stupid so stupid. Yeah. I love I love Instagram. It's so empty. It's just yeah. so fucking It looks like horrible. it's really updated what I'm uh what I'm trying to see. Like it's a lot more like you. What UF- are you into? 
like UFC MMA stuff. Uh, oh, didn't um, didn't um, an MMA fighter, a, a male one, I'm sorry, a transitioned one, just beat the shit out of a woman? I don't think I saw that fight. Yeah, it just happened. I think so. Um, her shit beat by a person who transitioned. Wild. God, Bitsy just got groomed, and the groomer came to the door because I do mobile grooming. And you know when like the groomer gives you a fucking essay on what they did, and they're like, you know, her nails are. I'm like, just fucking do it. Don't don't talk to me about it. You know what I mean? Right. Don't talk to me. What you gotta talk to me, uh, Bitsy? What do you think? Let me see. Let me see. Bro. Look at her. Doesn't she look so fluffy? She looks great. Oh my god, that was she always so beautiful. The best thing, because I mean, I had a. I grew up with a Siberian husky. Um, oh which shedded like shit. So like once a week, <laughs> you would have to brush out all the extra shit out of her hair, and it sucked. <laughs> and shitty dog. Well, yeah, it, like husk, and they're dumb as rocks. At least the ones that I had <laughs> uh, never responded to their names outside of the house. <laughs> Stupid. Whenever the front door was open, they are bolting, trying to run away. <laughs> um, and then also uh, the. The dog uh, got so fat that at a certain point, like the uh, the doggy door, like that, yeah. she would just kind of get her first two legs <laughs> out, and then she would just like bark to be like, "Hey, help me do the rest of this shit," and you'd have to uh, go outside around and then push her ass like through the doggy door. No, it sounds like a great breed. <laughs> yeah, she she I was never... dumb as rocks, but boy, was she cute. That's always the case. The the bolting is unreal. Where you're like, dude, why are you? Don't leave. They won't feed you out there. Nobody loves you out there. Like yeah. I, Bitsy left us like five times. She got out, and I'm like, what are you doing? Stop leaving. So yeah. eventually, I put the shock collar on her. The because the, they're on the parameter of the the property. So if she goes too close to it, she like ah, and she jolts back. And I'm like, yes, yeah, stupid come back here the food yeah. is here dipshit don't you understand how good you have it you fucking idiot i remember nobody likes you out there dude i remember there was a i interned on this show yeah. on nbc and like they yeah. uh, they, they, they let it was like one of those like uh, uh home makeover type things and so they were like hey we can't like the person dropped out last minute in the dove can we do this at your place and so I was like, all right, yeah, sure. We'll take a a, a, a new renovated living room. And mm -hmm. so as soon as they show up, they just open the door and they leave it open. And then my dog bolts. And then I'm like, Ugh. hey, guys, guess what? Shoot's canceled. I need to go get my dog now. <laughs> Dipshit. Because we lived, we grew up, I grew up in, in North Hollywood. And I remember one time my dog got out and she, <laughs> like, they found her in Canyon Country. Like, she ran oh, like yeah. 20 miles. <laughs> That's so stupid. Well, one time, so Bitsy, she's gotten out a few times, like I said. And then one time we get a uh, fuck. Then so she disappeared for a whole night. Have you told the story on your mom's house? She was kidnapped. She was dog napped. Jeez. And the people finally, we, we she was gone for a whole night. We were just beside ourselves. And then the next day they contact us. They finally call us. They're like, oh, we have your dog. I'm like, where the fuck have you been? Like, why did you wait all night? And they're like, oh, we we found her at the Northridge Mall at the time we lived in like Woodland Hills. So Woodland Hills and Northridge, how far is that? 10, 12 miles. I'm like, this yeah, dog can't walk. Part. Yeah, this dog cannot walk a block without wheezing like she's 
pushed in nose, that brachiocephalic, they're dumb. They're, she can't fucking go that. So someone picked her up and I think took her to the mall and then I think they were going to kidnap her and they, they felt guilty or something. Jeez. And they returned her, but it was horrible. Yeah. But bitch ain't going nowhere now, are you? Are you? You fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Dogs God, are so fucking. I mean, so my dogs have always been stupid. Dumb. I remember. Many oh, yeah. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was no, go- no, you go. I was going to say there was uh, there was one birthday. I think this was like one of my last birthdays still living at home with my parents. And I was really going to treat myself. And I got like a whole bunch of edibles. I got a whole bunch of <laughs> weed. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, it's just me here during the day. And then like, I think my dad was going to come back at night. And uh, so I'm just like putting everything out and... I go to the bathroom one for a second, and when I come back, my dog is just eating all these cookies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, what oh, the fuck? Oh, no. And so immediately I start <gasps> freaking out. I, like, I call like a dog person that I know, and like they, they were all sugar cookies. And so I'm like, oh, my God, my dog just ate like all my weed edibles. Are we good? It's like, well, the weed, the weed isn't going to hurt her, but like, is there any chocolate in the cookies? I was like, no. I'm like, okay, well, she's going to have a rough day, but, you know, just uh, chill out with her. She'll be fine. And let me tell you, I felt like such a piece of shit, but I've never seen a cuter version of my dog. Uh, she was just, her head was heavy, just resting on my lap. Like, she was uh, she was just all out of it. And it was it was a, it was a super cool birthday that I thought I almost out. killed my dog. <laughs> yeah. So, so she was just tripping out. She wasn't panicked or anything being that high? No. She just chilled for the day and then back to normal the next day. Oh, my God. No, yeah. I feel really lucky that uh, that I didn't. Like, yeah. if anything bad happened to my dog because of me, I, oh, my God. Because of you? Yeah. I don't well, think I know I'd that's... ever be able to. Well, that's why I feel so bad with Bitsy. Like, I've tried so many things to keep her from running away. We built fences. We were, like, so secure with her. She would always get out. So that time she got kidnapped, I'm like, you got to be shitting me, dude. So that's it. I don't like to shock her, but fuck, if if she's going to run out every time, like, so now she learns. She knows not to go past these little flags on our property here. Otherwise, she gets zapped. So she just sees the flag now. She's like, oh, (laughs) start shaking. I'm like, yeah, dummy. Yeah, dumb shit. There was one time God. Uh, where I think my dog, like we had a really shitty wooden gate and I think it was like the first week that we had this like new Siberian Husky that was just full of energy. And she's like, she's you just testing love the huskies. Limits. Yeah, we do. Why do you guys love, hu- who, who was picking the Huskies? It was my mom because my dad has blue eyes and then every kid she had had brown <laughs> eyes. And she's like, this isn't what I signed up for. So she settled in the middle by having a dog with blue eyes. <laughs> And that's how we picked it. That's and and you know people don't think about the the dog's temperament when they buy a dog. They're just like, I like the way it looks. And then you're like, yeah, but this dog will tear your fucking house apart if you don't walk it every day, get it trained. So your husky sounds like that's what happened. Like it was cute. Yeah, way too much energy apart. when she was young. Yeah, but then as she got older, she got like she she grew into our lifestyle. Where it's just like, a, yeah, gotcha. you get it now, you dumb bitch. Yeah, you're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> She sank to your apathetic level of existence. Yeah. I mean, actually, I used my dog like dog walks as the excuse to like smoke as much weed as I <laughs> yeah. did in high school. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go walk the dog Same. for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I would smoke cigarettes on my dog walks. Oh, yeah. I Wait, sorry, but too. what were you going to say? Did you have a story about your mom or something? You oh, know? yeah. That, uh, you know, just the first week that we got her, she literally just ran like she did full speed sprint from one end of the yard just straight through the wooden gate and like we heard a big bang 
and then just a dog-shaped hole like at the bottom of it. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. She fucking she left, dude. Yeah. She was out of there. Yeah, the first time uh <sighs> all, damn, so many memories with this dog. I the first time I got caught smoking weed by my dad. I blamed like he I blamed it on the dog kind of. I tried to use her as an excuse cuz I went outside to the side alley to to go smoke. And then yeah. I saw inside that someone walked by. I'm like, oh, shit, everyone's supposed to be asleep. What the fuck was that? And I Ooh. opened the door and came back in and tried to just kind of, like, dodge whoever that was. It ended up being my dad. And shit. he was just like, did you just come from outside? I was like, uh-huh. And he's like, what were you doing? I'm like, petting the dog. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Was the dog smoking weed or were you smoking weed? I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hot tip for those of you that have teenagers. There's no reason for a teenager to go outside ever unless they're smoking weed or pot or making out with somebody that they're meeting. Okay. Yeah. Teenagers never take walks. I remember that shit. It's I got to go for a walk. Yeah. All of a sudden I started taking long walks when I was about 13 and smoking cigarettes and having boyfriends ridiculous actually yeah. do we have any uh follow-up voicemails or any voicemails to get to uh no i think it's just emails this time all right let's do some you know we haven't done in forever is a mom hack why don't Ooh. we do that yeah we haven't done this in so long i'm trying to think if i have any good ones mom hacks first of all if you don't know about the dollar store get your life because the dollar store is the greatest mom hack of all time. Go there. Uh, if you're ever on a trip with kids, get a bag, go to the dollar store, buy a bunch of dumb shit. They just like to unwrap things. That's just like a blanket overall mom hack. Secondly, um, a friend of ours, Steve Aiello, friend of your mom's house, a guitarist from what's it, Three Seconds to Mars. Is that what the band is called? Jared Leto's 30 Seconds to Mars. He's the guitarist and a huge YMH fan. And he and I were texting because he's about to have a baby mazel in October. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. And I go, hey, dude, you know, hit me up if you need any mom product tips, hot tips, whatever, whatever. And he goes, actually, we're looking for a rocking chair. And I go, say no more. Fuck what you heard. Don't get a rocking chair from like, bye bye, baby. You go down to Lazy Boy. And get a fucking lazy boy rocking chair recliner. That will save your life. I just slept in that bitch yesterday with my three-year-old who's sick again because he's never been out with other children. Now he's getting every single illness in the world. We took a nap on that thing yesterday. It was amazing. It's great for your newborn when you're breastfeeding. Recline. Pop that baby on top of you and and feed get a lazy boy yeah the rocking recliners and get the most plush one you can afford they're so good and lazy boy that they don't sponsor the show or anything but um they come out and they fix it uh, if something should happen because like you know we've rocked the queen we've rocked for miles on these both of our children and they're just such great chairs but they do break from time to time but lazy boy will come out if you have a warranty and fix the chair these are like dude have you ever had one of these not nah, this was too nice for us growing up. Yeah, same. We and I wanted one so chairs. fucking bad. <laughs> so the funny, so funny little story before I get into mom hacks. So Tom and I, when we moved into our first house, um, <laughs> we were living in a back house when um, when Ellis was born in a little, you know, piece of shit back house. And we finally moved into our first home. And, um, he, so we were both like, I guess we have to buy furniture and I guess we have to decorate, you know, this house, Nadav, you've been to this house. This is the first one we lived in. Mm -hmm. 
And um, Tom and I are like, okay, well, I guess we have to go down to Lazy Boy and buy a bunch of chairs for the living room. Because <laughs> we were like, I'm, I'm of the frame of mind that like, I don't have things in my house that are A, unusable, untouchable, or not to be fucked with. Like, the reason you have a home is so that you can lay on things and destroy things. And the reason you have money is to replace those things. I don't fucking care. You know, that's, that's one of what I love about having means is like, I don't give a shit, ruin it. I'll buy another one. That's, that's the greatest luxury in my life. So when we got our first house, we went down to lazy boy. Do you remember our living room Nadav, in that house? I think you can, I don't know if you've ever, if you remember, but Tom and I bought, not one, not two, but a row of recliners. Cause we were like, we want a fucking recliner. That's when we were super poor, we'd sit around and talk about like, we dream about our dream house and we're like, lazy yo, boys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get fucking lazy boy recliners and we're going to get with the fucking drink cups in the middle. It's going to be dope. And then we got them. So we got like one, two, three, four. They all reclined in it. Do you remember? Maybe you didn't go down. I don't think so. Kitchen. Yeah. I think I mainly yeah. just fucked around in your kitchen. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so like when we had guests come over, it was so stupid because it was like an L shape. So only two of you could have your legs up at one time. Oh my <laughs> Otherwise God. they would crisscross and like it was huge. And also having four lazy boys <laughs> in any living room. It's enormous. And they were like brown leathery. So it looked like the fraternity house. And it was I, I didn't know anything about decorating or, you know, I wasn't a woman. I was a, a savage. And we were comedians, poor comedians who finally made it. And I bought these terrible. It literally looked like um, the frat house in Revenge of the Nerds, like where they're all sitting in recliners. So yeah, we, we got it. We got rid of those when we got proper couches that I, to this day, mom hack, if you can upholster your couches, upholster them in outdoor fabric uh, so that they are easier to clean because your kids will spill everything on them. And I upholster almost everything in outdoor fabric. If you're given the option when you, when you order a couch, <sighs> that was funny. I can't believe we bought like four recliners. So fucking stupid. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like their, their nerd house. I remember they're uh, recliners and their lambda the trilams oh rem- shit zolo knows he fucking lives in a frat or i remember like when i was younger it's almost like the friends that i would hang out with uh, you'd pick it on like oh yeah i'm gonna hang out with so-and-so this weekend they have lazy boys <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what the rich rich people exactly. had lazy boys they had, huh? a, they, had, they had a living room you couldn't go into yeah like there yeah there was a room that was just for show that you like kids weren't allowed into it was all white <laughs> furniture <laughs> yeah it was my mom so my mom when she remarried to my stepdad who had money they had a room that you could not fucking sit in and it was a white the white silk couches like what did you do this for so stupid that was the worst i hate i hate rooms that can't be used i think it's just the saddest thing in the world what's the point of having money i never understood oh yeah but mom hacks <laughs> Yeah, mom hacks. Uh, speaking of, just another thing we did in our old house. There's a, there used to be a formal dining room. We turned that into a playroom. So when you walked into our house, it's just a big playroom. Who gives a shit? I just told Tommy, who cares? Whoever's coming over here knows we're assholes. Okay, mom hack, balloon hack. Uh, most recent mom hack is balloons. If your kiddo is old enough to be safe with balloons, keeping a package on hand is a lifesaver. Absolutely. 
We've been playing keep the balloon in the air with our six-year-old jeans whenever she is in a funk or needs to get out some energy without needing to get out in the heat. Bonus points if you don't take it easy on your kid and encourage them to keep practicing on their own for some much needed quiet time in the other room. Cheers, Nancy, uh, Amanda from Sissy. 100%. A pack of balloons from Amazon uh, will get you there. Not only that, um, water balloons from Amazon. Dr. Jessica Hockman turned me on to there are these multi-packs. You, you buy them. They're on Amazon. They're water balloons that come. They look like a thing of grapes. And you hook it onto the hose or whatever water source and you blow up like a hundred water balloons at once. And then you just pop, you know, they're already tied off and you just pluck, 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 put them in the thing. And then that's oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. My boys throw, but then you have to pick up the water balloons afterwards, which you can make that into a game. Who can do it the fastest? See, but this balloon yeah. hack seems like a work smarter, not harder type of deal for me. You get one <laughs> balloon and it's just, Hey, keep this up in the air. And then you go like, good, like, yeah, I don't know do some in the kitchen or do some in your room. And it's just like, they're doing that for <laughs> half an hour to an hour. That's like, yeah. when I was a c- camp counselor and we played possum. And we, and it was yeah. a contest <laughs> on who could be the best possum. <laughs> you could lay the stillest. Yeah. You just turn off the yeah. lights and eventually they all go to sleep. And then like an yeah. hour later, everyone wakes up and you're like, all right, cool. I guess it's time for lunch. <laughs> and then <laughs> I just did that with Julian for the first time. I go, keep your eyes closed. Let's see how long you can keep them closed. Let's have a contest. Eye closing contest. And he's like, I want to open my eyes. They don't like that. Yeah. Balloons are fucking amazing. Uh, I still go by, I still stand by a bag of flour and you buy a box from fucking Amazon. You just dump a bag of flour into that box and let them go wild. Also, um, don't go sand. I tried a box of sand, a bag of sand and like a sandbox. That shit sucks, dude. Then there's sand everywhere and it doesn't Oof. just like dissolve. It, it ruins your, your everything, your backyard. Um, another fun one I learned from um, a place in LA, they would take flour, a little bit of vegetable oil, mix it up to kind of co- make the flour, you know, stick and then hide like little plastic toys in the flour, like dinosaur or, you know, rubber ball or just something and then give them shovels. And it's like a sandbox, but not, not Ooh. sand. Sand fucking ruins everything. You That's good. Do, do you ever make yeah. a oobleck at home? You probably call it something else if you do. It. Oh yeah. You know we saw that about? on a Netflix show. Yeah. We haven't made it yet though. Have you made it? Uh, well, I mean, I did it as a kid. It's like, it's cornstarch and a little bit of water, right? Yeah. And it's yeah, like, and it, it changes its consistency. Right. Like, a, like if you look at it and you just move it around, it looks like it's liquid. But then when you like put some quick tension on it, it stiffens up and it, it, it bedazzles kids for like hours on end. I've got to do the oobleck this weekend. I will do that. I will do that. Is, is that what everyone else that. calls it? Chris, did you call it that when you were a kid? Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Let's see what happens if I, yeah, there's no, wait, hold on. Oobleck, yeah, it's. It's um. They talked about yeah, it on this it. Netflix show. Yeah. Wow, that's Emily... that's what everyone called it. <laughs> that's where I guess. I think we just called it slime. Yeah, that sounds more familiar. But with the different well, consistency, how it was hard and liquid at the same time. No, slime is just always mush. Right. Ublek actually turns into a solid. It's like, and you can actually walk on ublek if there's enough. And um, they did this experiment where they filled like a pool full of this shit. You can walk on Ublek if you go fast enough. It's pretty cool. Pretty rad. Yeah, that's a good one. I want to do that this weekend with the kids. They'll love that. They will love it. 
Did I tell you about the, the fucking Austin Aquarium? Have I talked about this? I don't think so. Oh my God. We've been going to the Austin Aquarium. Um, why'd you quote, why'd you air quotes that? It's not really an aquarium. It's so rad. It's so fucking feral. Like everything in Texas is like, it is, put it this way, compared, like California would never let this place happen, but because it's Texas, like you walk in and they're like, y'all want to pet a porcupine? Go ahead, pull it down. Like you pull down a porcupine. Wait, what? It is wild. And then they're like, y'all want to feed some sharks? We got a tank full of sharks right here. Come on. Wait, there's don't, an iguana. Don't you get pricklies from petting a porcupine? You can. They don't care. It's Texas. It's so great. What do you mean they don't and, care? <laughs> uh, they don't care. They're like, go ahead and pet the pet, pet the porcupine. It's like wild. But, but then, then when you pet the porcupine, don't you get hurt? No, you just have to pet it the right way. You have to pet it going with the quills. So oh. Don't go against the grain. Get it with the grain. And I'm don't an scratch idiot. its head. <laughs> And then there's an iguana that just chills in a boat and they're like, go ahead and pet the iguana. I don't care. And the iguanas are, can be really mean. And this one is just so beaten down that it lets you touch it. <laughs> kids are always touching. <laughs> My kids love it. They love it. And then there's a room you can just sit in with birds and they just shit on you and stuff. It's so rad. Oh, it yeah. is good. It's good for them. I remember that there was the show and tell where they show you like tarantulas and like lizards and shit. It's well, in Texas, they don't just show you. They're like, "Oh, hey, you want a tarantula? Take it home. Put it in your pocket." Like, <laughs> <"You're> fucking... <laughs> there was a like I was waiting just to get into this place, and like a bird landed on my head. I'll show you that. It's so funny. It's just so great. You know, I just love this level of recklessness. It just, it's so good for kids to be to be free, free to be you and me. Okay, here's a panty hack. I learned a mom hack a few weeks ago. Instead of throwing out your old panties from before you gave birth to, to both a baby and a fupa, you can just wear them backwards and the butt part will pull right up over your pooch. Okay. And today was my, I, I don't know if I agree with that because you're, you're putting the part that was on your B-hole, you're going to flip it around and put it on your V-hole. And I think that I don't know. Yeah. I just does. Isn't that I, the same? I get what they're saying. Isn't that the same as wiping back to front? I wouldn't. Don't you get into but, the same trouble? Like, isn't this causing the same kind of trouble? Kinda. I mean, what you know what you can do too if you want. Um, I just learned this too. Is like, uh, we'll put it this way. I took Chase. We went bra shopping. Every older woman needs to show you young women how to buy bras and underwear and shit. Like mm. a woman teaches you that. Yeah. Cause there's a certain way a bra has to fit. It has to be the right size. You have to be measured. That, that, Ooh, that, you that, got that. fitted. So, yeah, she did chase. Cause she'd never been. So I was like, Oh, let's go. Let's go. I will be the older oh, woman wow. who shows you how to take care of your tits and all that. Um, so we got her bras and then I went to my section. <laughs> so put it this way. Uh, chase gets my section. Chase gets to wear the nice lacy, pretty younger titty girl bras and then there's mom section which is the beige underwire right. heavy duty thick the damage control bra. section damage <laughs> control like 100 not only that in that horrible section uh there's mom underwear so it sounds like what you need my love what you're looking for katie from albany you're looking for control top Panties. Now, Spanx makes a lovely high-waisted undie 
uh, Wakol makes a lovely one. There, there's all they're called uh, like tummy control undies, and you just got to invest in a pair. You can get a one pair for twenty dollars. I know that sounds like a fortune. Believe me, I was like, what? But you know, you got to wear them. You got to invest in yourself. Oh yeah, I think I see what this is. A little form yeah. fitting type stuff. This is heavy duty. I like the there's so the control top thong. I don't wear a fucking thong, but. Uh, women's tame your tummy brief. I'm into that. That's made in form. There are all these high waisted shits. Where are these? Yeah, all these, dude. There you go. You can get them in cotton so you don't get a yeasty. All this stuff. So once oh, you become a, a cool mom, one. which one's that? Mir- the miracle suit. Uh, yeah, that, I don't. That's, yeah. I don't know what the rear form lifting. of that is, but I like it. Yeah, rear lifting boy shorts. Whatever. You just got to spend the money and get like shapewear essentially so don't flip your underwear around <laughs> so what was it yeah You're putting butt juice on your veg don't do that you so it's clean so what was it like for chase that was the first time that she ever got fitted for bras yeah. was she like whoa have i been doing this wrong my entire life uh, yeah so what happens i think is like when you're younger you you get your first bra and then you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, 34 C and you just think your whole life, you're going to stay that same size, but titties get bigger, meatier, you get bigger, you get meatier, you know, you change. So you have to keep measuring. So every time, and you also have to refresh your bras like every six months, they don't really last that long. When you think every about it, you're six using them months. all day, every day they're working their that elastic we- weekends. Yeah. God damn. You have so. to buy them so frequently. I know if you want to do it right. I mean, you don't have to, but you know, you can't, what do you guys have to do? Maintenance. You got to shave your face every day. Well, not you, but what I, I mean, what I do, like I, like once every two years, I'll throw out all my socks and then get new socks. I don't do that. Wow. You can throw away socks. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause don't you have, don't you have, when you go into your sock drawer, aren't there pairs know, of socks that you stay away from? You're like, oh, no, the elastic on that one's bad. And then you just kind of, instead of yeah. throwing it out, you just kind of stay away from it. Yeah, I'm such an idiot. Like, I just realized that, that there's, yeah, oh, yeah. underwear. Like, there's underwear. I'll just like, I can't wear those. Those are too old. We'll throw them away. Why well, want to throw them away? Well, because when <sighs> I grew up, idiot. what happened, and I think my mom beat this into me. Why? Like, I, I only started doing that, uh, like, within the last year or two. Because in my house, uh, when we grew up, if you had any article of clothing that you didn't wear anymore, and like you had to make sure that if you like, well, (laughs) if you liked anything, you had to make sure that you wore it. Because if you didn't, for a certain amount of time, my mom would cut it up and turn it into a washcloth, like something that she cleans countertops with. And it's just like, what happened to my favorite shirt? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's all shitty right now with with everything that uh, I clean the house with. We used to send everything back to the old country. Like, you know, like your hand me down, send it to hungry. No, not that stuff, but like jeans or, you know. Oh, true. Like when, shit, whenever, toys. whenever we went to Israel, we had to go to like Costco and do runs of jeans and then like Reese's peanut yeah. butter cups or some because they don't have American yeah. candy there. Yeah, it's so sad. God damn. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, here we go. This Pajitsky effect. I learned I could also throw out all of my old panties and just buy new ones that cover both my fuba and my ass. Ay, ay, ay. Hell there yeah. There you go. You can throw out underwear. Oh, gosh, it's sad. Um, Jesus Christ. I can't even read this. Here's a vacuum hack. Sometimes when I need a break from my 10-month-old, I turn on my Roomba. 
not because I need to vacuum, but because my baby will chase it around the room for an hour. <laughs> that's a good one. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you know what I learned is that kids don't really want toys. They don't really dig them that much. They think they do, and then they get them, and they're like, they like the stuff that we play with more. Yeah, yeah I always, I always find that, uh, you know, there's some people that just want to get the absolute best thing for, you know, either their kid or their nephew or their niece or like, you know, the the baby that's in their life, and you realize yeah. they really can't differentiate between nice shit and not nice shit. No, don't know. Because I remember like, I was like, I was at, I was at the like toy store and I was like, ooh, do I get this really dope Tonka trunk that's kind of expensive? Or do I get them like a gallon jug filled with plastic dinosaurs? Yeah. Which was like five bucks. And it's just like, yeah. I think he's going to enjoy the plastic jug, the gallon of dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember I like when I would take Ellis to Target, I'd be like, you can get one toy, dude, one toy. And he would pick like the the dollar cheapy thing. And in my head, I'd be like, yeah, but pick like the fucking $40 truck thing. Yeah, exactly. And they don't know. Yeah, they don't know shit. They just want, yeah, they just want a thing of slime. Yeah, I think I remember there was even like a Cat Williams bit where it was just something like, like I think his kid wanted like the new PlayStation. He's like, do you want the new PlayStation and get one game that I could afford? Or do you want like a Super Nintendo with a hundred games that just comes with it? (laughs) And it's like, oh yeah, you want them? You want the hundred games? I know. God damn, I put a ban on. Uh, I put a ban on the iPad and on YouTube. What? I did. Why? I what did. happened? I tell you because I noticed something. I was like, you know, you ever heard that thing that um, what is it? Who invented the iPhone? What's his name? Was it Steve not Bill Jobs? Gates? Yeah, that he wouldn't Wozniak? let his kids have iPhones. Like there's that thing of like the guy that invents MySpace or Facebook or whatever doesn't let their kid on it. Like I've heard that over and over. And so my kid was watching. They're both started getting into YouTube so heavily, like the Pac-Man videos, the car videos. And it was just like they became crack zombies. And I'm like, okay, time to get off. And they're like, no, like it was so violent. They're getting off of this thing. And I was like, dude, this this ha- this can't be good. If they're having this much of a reaction of getting off the iPad. I mean, so I was just like, oh, the iPad's broken. I just told them <laughs> that they broke. <laughs> Interesting. How'd they take to it? They're not too happy. They kept asking for it for a few days, a few days, and then they forgot about it. You know, then now they've forgotten. But and especially with YouTube, I'm like, dude, you don't know what is on YouTube. We put shit on YouTube. You see the content I'm putting out there. Yeah, dude. It's not regulated by standards and practices or the FCC. Like anything can fucking be on there. Your kid can just click a video and you don't know what they're seeing. Yeah, we're showing so. people jumping off of roofs and stuff. Like you don't want <laughs> you don't want your kids to be seeing that stuff. Oh, no, we're for adults, man. <laughs> so I made a rule. I said you can watch anything on Netflix or Disney Plus. That's it, dude. Because that shit's regulated. That's at least like something. Right. That's uh, that's interesting. I feel like like that's Ugh, the move because otherwise it like turns into a crutch that they kind of become addicted. Yeah. Like they don't know how to function without it after a certain point, right? I know, and it's also just I, it was more about it being a dump of content. Like I don't know what I would hear these videos and I'm like, this sounds horrible. Whatever you're watching sounds so fucking dumb. And whoever made it, I don't know what creepy twenty year old in a basement is making this stuff. You don't know what. But, uh, you know, I'm not one of these parents as opposed to the iPad at dinner or on the airplane or anything like that. But, yeah, you're like, I just at one point I just saw my kids sitting on the couch like zombies for hours. And I'm like, go play. Get out of here. 
Like, this isn't right. Something, something's not right. Yeah. I mean, like, when I hang out with my not niece right. and nephew, it's like they are absolute animal monsters that are just nonstop running <laughs> around everywhere screaming. And it's just like, yeah, this is what a kid's like. That's what And they then do. they get their, like, 30 minutes or 45 minutes of Netflix every day. And then they yeah. just fucking, they hone in and they watch. Yeah. And it's it's crazy to see, like, a complete 180 flip from what they're like to just. I know. know. I know. And, I, you know, again, I'm not anti-iPad. I think I'm just anti, like, shit content more than anything. But, um, I mean, they worried about us and television growing up kids in in our generation like too much tv yeah too much tv i don't like i don't even like video games honestly i don't even want them to be playing video games but i guess that's inevitable remember when they used to tell you that you're sitting too close to the tv and that it's gonna (laughs) fuck up your eyes and like never did now we work in offices where (laughs) there's screens like less than a foot away from your face (laughs) and all day it's all this right i know it's literally just watching like it's literally we're now connected to screen like the thing that they're like oh it's gonna fuck up your life if you keep doing that and then it's just like this is what we do now i know i know i keep thinking about it too that i i lived analog for so for most my for half my life spent analog and then the other half is digital and I do think qualitatively, my emotional life was so much better analog. Like I, oh, absolutely. I don't think this shit is that great for you at all. Social media is not good for you for your soul, but right, it's a great tool. It's just like, ugh, it never feels good. Yeah, for genuine human interaction, like look into your your life and not Instagram or Facebook or that stuff. Well, yeah, meet up with people. I know. I know. I I honestly feel so <sighs> lucky that there was a part of my childhood that like wasn't on the internet. I remember no. you had to pick between playing a game online or making phone calls. And <laughs> because of that, it's just like, well, parents are always going to get phone calls, so you could only play when they go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like Zolo, what do you feel crazy at all that you like you grew <laughs> up with the internet, right? Like how old were you when you saw per- porn for the first time? Ooh, um, elementary school for sure. Jesus, elementary wow. school? Yeah. Like fifth grade and shit? Yeah, maybe before that. Before fifth grade? Yeah. No. How did you come across it? Um, I mean, ju- just fucking around on the internet. Was it no, like you Googled boobs or like your friend told you that you could do that? Or? No, I think a friend, it, it was funny, a friend had like a site that he like knew. So we like checked it out and then that site gave my PC a virus and destroyed the computer. <laughs> and there were just all these like crazy porn pop-up virus things on it. So like my parents immediately found out. That's. Do you remember a time, Zolo, wow. where there was like porn before videos, where it was just pictures and you had to wait for it to load, or is that before your time? Porn before video. Like it was just pictures. Like it's like it's essentially a digital magazine, kind of. It wouldn't nah. be videos. It's just pic- a picture mm-hmm. of a naked lady. But it would take like five minutes for Windows 95 to <laughs> scan all the bars, and it would take you like 10 minutes to get into anything that's like a body part. No, that's before <laughs> I didn't even my know time. That existed. That's before my time, dude. I don't know. No, that's you were after really your early. Time. That's after. Oh, okay. Your time. <laughs> Gosh, I I ninety five. I didn't even know there was. Was there internet in nineteen ninety five? Actually, I, I didn't know. Yeah, there was Windows ninety five. It was like very early Dang. internet stuff. 
I was born in 99. So oh, my right God. Before. Yeah. <laughs> but to see pornography in God elementary school, that's scarring. You're not ready for that. See, yeah, I'm probably. Saying. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> see, isn't that, not. isn't that wild that Zolo saw porn at a much younger age than any of us, and yet he's probably one of the more normal people that work here? Well, there's more that goes into him than... <laughs> just your exposure to pornography i think his parents were probably mellow right zoli yeah yeah they're both like artists and hippies and stuff so pretty chill but i mean i'm telling you i think these kids are like just sexualized faster like watching watching netflix shows those those teenage girls are supposed to be teenage girls they look like they're 25 right did you like he's all that or whatever? Like, look at the fucking stars in that. Those girls are so made up. Like, is that what the standard is now for like 16 year old girls to be made up that crazy with full makeup and full hair, like tendrils and shit? Like, wow. kind of like I think with Insta- like <sighs> Instagram and Internet is just literally robbing people of their childhood, I think. I think so, too. Zolo, in your college, do girls come like fully done up like that? Is that the norm now? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. If they're going out or, you know, want to dress up, they will definitely dress up like that. I mean, for school? like Depends. Depends on the person. But I, I, I definitely see it all the time. Wow. Yeah, because, like, there was a freedom in looking like shit a lot. Like, our college years were, and, and high school, just looking like shit. <laughs> but you're young and beautiful so you could still you still look cute even though you were dressed like shit mm-hmm. oh man yeah i remember austin powers 2 the spy that shagged me was like the yeah. f- the first time i ever saw top boob oh wow mm-hmm. and then How kate winslet you? was my first pair of boobs that i ever saw in titanic oh i forgot that she showed her knockers i do not I remember. Oh, <laughs> mine was Revenge of the Nerds. I remember seeing, um, you know, that part where they eat the pie, and then at the bottom of the pie is the naked girl. I don't if you remember that part, no. just tits in that. Re- movie. Revenge of the Nerds wasn't a big movie for me. I think that was a little before me. Oh man, that's a perfect comedy. It really is such a good, show. good movie. Good movie. Um, too bad. Do I have any voicemails? Is there anything left to cover? Any what would Christina Pease's is doozies? Um, we have, oh yeah, we have some what would Christina P do and we have some Pajitsky effects. Oh, let's do what would Christina Pease's do. Mm. Oh, I just referred to myself like that. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P do? <laughs> All He's right. So Here's the first I one. Love that. Hi, I have a what would Christina do? So I am engaged. My fiance is super awesome. I love how spontaneous he can be. Um, And we recently have been talking about like getting little tattoos here and there and can't necessarily afford little tattoos, but I went and got my cartilage pierced the other day. And after seeing this, he has decided like, well, I want to get uh, I want to get my lip pierced, and I want to get a couple derms put in, those things that go, like, underneath your skin. He's, like, talking about wanting to get four of those on top of his eyebrows and doing all of this body not- modification to his face. 
and he's, he has reassured me that none of that would happen before our wedding. But I am just insanely concerned that um, he might actually do all this crap that I frankly find unattractive. And I can't even threaten him with dick touches because he is a libido of a menopausal woman. So I don't know how to discourage him without encouraging him to do something out of spite. If you could just give me your two cents on what would you do if Tom decided to put a bunch of crap in his face. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so hard. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, I mean, well, what would what would Christina P. do in this situation? <laughs> well, look, you've got, if you're talking, okay, let's talk about from this, this, from this angle right now. So, the wedding, if you have an impending, impending wedding, that's the woman's jurisdiction, okay? This is really for the woman. The pageantry of the wedding, the show, the whole show is your show. So, as a woman, you have the right to dictate how this fool's going to look. We all know that. Okay. I fuck what you heard about feminism. It's the woman who decides what the husband's going to dress like, what the whole theme of the fucking wedding's going to be, what the bridesmaids, everything, everything. That's the woman. So you do have to kind of lay down the law here and be like, look, dude, do me a favor. If you're going to do all this crap to your face, just wait until after the wedding because those photos believe me, they last forever. And you do not want to hate your wedding photos. There's nothing worse than hating your wedding photo. So you could implore him on that level alone of like, dude, just hold off until after the wedding and then see how you feel. Because a lot of this sounds like it's impulsive. Like if it's just one day out of the blue, he's like, I'm going to put a bunch of stuff in my face. Like he's not really been thinking about it for a minute. He might regret all that stuff. But in terms of like how your spouse looks for the rest of your life and stuff, I mean, that's a major thing, right? Nadav? like if somebody's like, I'm suddenly into tattoos and they weren't before and now they're going to get like sleeves and you're not into sleeves. Yeah. That's kind of a problem. Yeah. If you're going to if you're going to change the way you look, you got to make sure your spouse is going to like the way. That yeah. Because. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like saying, hey, don't fuck up your face for the wedding is kind of like a temporary deterrent. Yes, but in that time, it might it might calm him down on getting all this crap. Well, I mean, you could also just kind of probably word this to him the same way that you just worded it to us. It's just like, look, a lot of this stuff makes my pussy dry, and I just want to make sure that you run this stuff by me before you get it, because God forbid, I yeah. don't want to be in a situation where I'm not attracted to you anymore. And that's <laughs> actually a, the biggest deterrent. I think men are more, like, I think they could probably be more motivated by being like, oh, if I do this, like my partner for life will be less attracted to me as opposed to like, hey, you're not going to get immediate dick touches. I feel like. Oh, the, the disapproval. Right. We talked about this in the last episode is like men are always saying like, I feel like I'm disappointing her constantly. And like you want to avoid disappointing her. Right. And if you just phrase it, it's just like, look, I understand like we're going through this phase. I just got my cartilage piercing. I don't know if she if she ran it by him before she got it. But it's just one of those things. You got to keep communication open because, you know. You gotta, you gotta make sure that you don't dry up. Yeah, I gotta tell you, like, how do I phrase this so it doesn't sound horrible? But how, like, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell, I'll tell you the truth. I, uh, so when my Tom and I got married, I very, we very much made, like, open. I was very verbal to him, like, "Hey, dude, I promise you, 
I'm not going to be one of these wives who just lets herself go. Like I'm not going to be oh, severely overweight. I'm not going to cut my hair super short. Like I promise you as a wife, and he didn't ask for this, by the way, I just wanted to be this person. Cause I, you know, I, it, I think it's a European thing I grew up with that my mother always looked fucking tight. Like, and you know, that's what European women do. They don't, you don't get, let yourself get fat and disgusting and unsexual. It's stupid. Like, so I promised him like, Hey dude, I'll always be sexually viable. <laughs> Cause I think that's a fear men have is like, will she stop wanting dick to dick touch me and all that? And I was like, no. So I want to keep my husband and my husband wants me around too. So we've been really cognizant of that for each other. Like, we always try and look nice for each other. Um, maintenance is really important. So, it, you know, I think it's frankly quite selfish of your spouse or your soon to be spouse. I mean, you guys are both young too. So you haven't, you don't have this history that Tom and I do of 20 years or whatever. Right. But like, if I were to suddenly want sleep, like tattoos and all this shit, I would have to run it by him because he's the one that looks at me and Fs me. And this is the person exclusively who I've signed up for. Yeah, so right. like your partner should have a say in this. Maybe You're right. M- maybe this is too manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> Never. But I was gonna say maybe you start kind of setting that precedent where you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just like maybe you have bangs or you don't have bangs, and you want to kind of you don't mind <laughs> it either way. But you you make sure you get his approval first. Be like, hey, I'm thinking of yeah. like getting rid of my bangs. Is that cool with you? Like, will you still want to f me afterwards? And if you just make it kind of like around that, then he'll think, oh, I need to do that too if I'm making big changes to the way I look. So you're, think, you're thinking like a woman. This is how women think. Is that women how women think? think? If, yeah. They think that if I can be indirect, he'll pick up on things and then change Oh, you're right. We suck at fucking picking up on clues. Sorry. Yeah, you guys are, like, I love she men. A- why is she asking me so many questions? <laughs> yeah. I think what I love most about regular men, like dudes, is that they only understand like direct, direct, no subtlety, no hints, just say it outright. And I think you're right, Nadav. If she would just to be like, look, I don't like the, that, what is that stuff? The body modification above the eyebrows, that right. stuff. Like, I don't like that. I don't think I'm going to like that on you. You're right. It may motivate him. Right. Just be like, look, just before you do Shit. anything permanent, just talk to me about it. Cause I mean, I just want to make sure that we still like each other in like 30, 40 years. I know. I, oh, gosh, Chris Larson, are we right here? You're the, um, <laughs> you're the litmus on what's normal. Uh, it's complicated. Cause at the same time, you don't want to dictate their, like, you know, their self-expression. Being, yeah. Like if they yeah. want to be a person who puts, you know, bolts in their eyebrows and that's their, how they want to express themselves. That's sort of their right to do so. At the same time, there are the consequences that come from that. So if you're with someone who's not into that, um, they're going to be put off by it. So it's sort of like a calculus that that person's going to need to be making. But uh, Mm -hmm. maybe he's not going to be able to make that calculus if you're not direct with him. So you may need to be like direct about it. It's like, I don't find that attractive. um, But I also don't want to dictate what how you you express yourself so if this is something you feel is necessary for your own sort of expression of how you present um then by all means do what you think is best for yourself um it's 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 hard to say i i you know because like 
at the same time, it's a, almost a form of manipulation to do that. But to do what? To to, 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 to be like I don't really to like be like, this. hey, there are consequences if you fuck up your face. Um, it's sort of like, hey, don't do that thing. Um, but isn't well, that, isn't isn't that also grounded? Was that isn't that also grounded? It's just like, yeah, if you start looking uglier, I'm gonna treat you like an ug <laughs> like an uggo. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the problem is, then, it, it, and then the other issues that you now it's like, oh, I'm attributing my worth to my appearance, or my worth to you is is based on my appearance. No, and, and you don't want to get into that territory, either. Um, it's like, oh, well, if you look ugly, I'm not gonna be with you. It's like, okay, well, then I don't want to be with someone who would be with me because they don't like how I look. Um, right. It might backfire. Is my point. Um, that is so true, Larson, because on the one hand, look, there is this thing of like, I'm with you till death do his part. You're going to look ugly in some points in our marriage. You know, you're going to hit high and low points. But but then on the other hand, you know, putting bolts in your eyebrows has consequences societally, too. It's essentially you're you're walking around going, I, I don't want to work in an office like you've already X'd out, you know, certain opportunities. You're sending a strong message already. So it's consequences no matter what, how you appear, how you present to the world. Interesting. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Damn. Like, hey, Larson, pierce. when are you getting your eyebrows? <laughs> uh, I am not a body mod kind of guy. I, 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 I know I exude that. I know I look like <laughs> someone who just wants to get tatted up and just get bolts in my noses and my eyebrows, but... I just, I, I don't. Christina, I don't, me. what face tattoos do you want to see Chris, uh, to see Chris Larson get? Because I think, um, I think he'd look great with some face tats. Not gonna happen. I think so. I think like a 69 above his eyebrow. Chris, look into the go. camera real quick so we see what we're working with. Ooh. If he just gets a, like an eye patch tattooed, um, that'd be pretty rad. <laughs> I would just like to see his eyebrows shaved off completely. Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. They'll grow back. They grow back surprisingly fast. <laughs> That's yeah, something I've never heard. <laughs> well, there's only one way to find out, Chris. I think we got a manscape somewhere in the bathroom. <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> well, okay. What will happen? I'm not doing it. This is a compromise. All right, you won't shave your eyebrows. What anything. will you do, Chris? I've not agreed you're not, to. You gonna tattoo your face? No. So you're gonna shave your eyebrows? Not gonna do it. Chris, come I on, man. You, you gotta give us something. I know what you're doing. You're setting the like. You're like offering the absurd so that I'll settle for the less absurd. Yeah, this is called <laughs> anchoring. <laughs> Chris, would you love a woman that was covered in like body modification? Like, are you into that look? Um, it. It depends on the uh, it, the amount. Like if it's like, oh, I've got like a couple tattoos or, oh, I've got like a couple piercings that are like maybe not, you know, beyond say like, you know, a nose piercing and an ear. Maybe they've got like an extra, like a, you know, lip or something like that. That's fine. Um, but if it's like, you know, someone we see on like YMH, that's not so much <laughs> fine. Like a lizard lady? <laughs> I could not get down with the lizard lady. I'm sorry. Or actually, I think she's a dragon, but. Cause that stuff is like um, a lifestyle. Like you're, there's a point where you have so many and it sounds like that guy wants to embrace like a visual lifestyle. Like that's a whole other level. That's not just like, I'm getting a tattoo. That's like, I'm going to be the guy that's got the face done. I'm going to get the sleeves done. And now you're like, that's a different aesthetic category. 
than like a Chris Larson. So like you have to yeah, find definitely. that guy attractive in the first place to be down with that. You can't start with a guy that looks like Chris Larson. And then, yep. then he goes through all that modification and then you're like, but you're not the guy I'm into. Like, that's not my type, you know, it'd be tough. That's like Tom. Like if he started getting a bunch of tats, I'd be like, dude, I don't even know you anymore. Like, that's not what I signed up for. I signed up for like a hairy bear. I like hairy bears. And if he got like super skinny or something, I'd be like, that's not what but I need to do. what if he got, <laughs> uh, let me see it. All the Jason Momoa tattoos from game of Thrones. Let's see. Like the the tiger claws and shit Ugh, on the shoulders. That's not for me. That's no, he's, for Tom's me. got those eyebrows. He could pull this off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're telling me Tom wouldn't look good with these tiger scratches and uh, eyeshadow? Tom would look great anyway. <laughs> Tom would look great anyway, but it's definitely not his steez, dude. He's like, he's got all these scars on his arm, and he's like, I don't like these scars. I'm like, well, I like scars. Scars are cool. I like the Khaleesi, though. She's great. I wish I was Khaleesi. Oh, yeah. What, what part of Game of Thrones are you guys at right now? <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't. I mean, I'm in like season two, episode three, I think, oh. around there. Oh, man. No. Hit me up at the end of season two. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I know. So I got to get back into it. Fuck. All right, Jeans. Listen, if you're not subscribing to the show, why the fuck not? Go ahead and hit the subscribe button on your poop tube so that you can get episodes the minute they drop. And also, send us a, a, a email or a voicemail. Tell them the information, Mr. Nadop, so they can submit. Yeah. Uh, email is at at gmail.com. And the phone number, leave us a voicemail at 213-375-5184. Boom. All right. Um, and that's it, Jean Jackets. Uh, thank you for listening, you guys. It was super fun to visit with my boys in the booth. And um, yeah, until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye, jeans. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at? Podcast with Christina P.